0: And I'll tell you what, there's nothing worse than uh, having autism and uh, the capitalism telling you you don't get to have your routine anymore.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Geeks Without God with Nick Glover, Tim Wick, and Molly Glover. We're
2: geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority, we don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we're joined by frequent guest and DC apologist Ron Bauman. He's here to talk about the Flash movie. We spoil the shit out of it, so beware. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. we geeks without God. We're geeks. Geeks without God.
1: Hey, welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick Glover. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. Fish. And Tim Wick. Fush, push. Because there are oh, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's It looks better in a, in an action onomatopoeia bubble on the comic page. <laughs>
3: uh, uh,
1: returning guest, friend of the show, Ron Bauman is here.
3: Thwack, pal! Ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
1: to, to talk about, uh well, not the latest DC movie, but uh, a recent DC movie, as is his want. We are going yeah. to talk about... The Flash, 2023, starring Ezra Miller, uh, directed by <laughs> and Andy
3: Machele Machele. Yeah. Wait, what's
2: the latest DC movie? Is-, is Shazam newer? Blue
3: Beetle. Blue Beetle. Oh, that's right. The, one, the other one that nobody saw. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Never mind. So, I am uh, uh, this, going. This was to... the Helen back. Yo, getting this one delivered.
0: Uh, when did it start? When did they start working on th- The Flash?
1: I think it got pushed back a total of like two and a half years.
0: Uh,
3: yeah, something like that. And and a lot of confusion and recuts and who's allowed to be in and who is not after all.
1: Well, you and know? yeah, because so it was complicated by a few things. Like obviously the pandemic complicated fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was complicated by uh, James Gunn taking over as the DC Kevin Feige. And, um, and he has a grand vision for what they keep and what they cut and what they redo. And then I think obviously it suffered some delays because of,
3: um, I just generously say bad behavior. Well, oh, I was Maybe. going I was going to actually say the uh, grooming elephant in the room, but um <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, sure.
0: Well, it, it looks like if you look at the in the Wikipedia page, it says that Warner Brothers had been planning starting in July 2013 had tentative plans to release a flash film in 2016. Oh. So it's been it's it, it's been going on a long time yeah. here trying to figure it out. I and think
2: yeah, book. development hell is pretty pretty well Pretty good description for that sh- for that movie. Yeah,
1: this was set up in Justice League, right? Yes, that's the the hook for this. Is
3: well, this was set- this was set up. Uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, BVS, Batman versus Superman, because memory oh. busted yeah. into all the okay. files, and left to a guiding hand, it would have been. Well, let me give me your opinion first, because even as a DC apologist. I'm not endlessly in love. Well,
2: I thought you wanted to open with a
3: quote, yeah. didn't you? Oh, okay. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Shannon uh, had this to say because I inv- we had a watch party, and I-, I bought the movie, and I've watched it three or four times, and it, it holds up less and less every time. Here's <laughs> – I mean there's parts that are wonderful. It is a bad movie with a great Batman short in the middle. Oh, <laughs> that's- yeah, yeah. That's her description.
0: It's always a bad sign. Speaking of the production, uh, I I really recommend everyone go to the Wikipedia page for this movie and go to production, which is a tab that always is in every movie's Wikipedia page, and it's usually a couple of paragraphs. And in this movie, is so far ten thumb scrolls long. Wow! And got the filming. <laughs>
1: so. You you hit post post post-produc- production goes on for like. Several pages and
0: revisions to the ending is four, yeah. like yeah, yeah, it's long. Yeah.
1: It's long. Yeah. It's long. Um, yeah. So, how, what did we think about it? Yeah. Is that you want? Yeah. Um. I didn't
0: like it. I thought it was, <laughs> it was boring. I thought it was. I honestly thought it committed most of the DC movies, and frankly, some Marvel movies have been committing what I consider to be the cardinal sin of a film, which is it's not entertaining. And I, I want to pick up my phone because I just, and most of the time I'm not up on my phone while we're watching stuff person. I like to watch what I'm watching. I don't usually do anything else, but with this movie, I genuinely, uh, it, it just, it just fell so flat. And I loved the, the, the show, the flash on the WB. So that the fact that the WB show was better is real fucking sad.
3: Like that's kind of yeah. what I kept yeah. coming back to. And, and honestly, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and uh-huh. here's the thing, um, Ezra was not a bad choice no? before he went off the mean, bat I D-band. think for a
0: great flash.
3: Yeah, uh, but he wasn't written very well. And, and, you know, one of the things, first off, yeah, the Barry. whole movie was silly. And the whole movie felt like, oh gosh, we can't be grimdark, so now we have to be silly. And I understand that Barry's supposed to be the comical character, but I didn't see a lot of scientific genius either. And I'm no. not a purist, you know. Well,
2: but there was a piece of paper that he was doing a lot of math on, so that oh, yeah, he uh, did
0: math real fast. Yeah,
2: he did math good. Um, you know, <laughs> I I'm just gonna, what did I think of it? My uh, my uh, my youngest son uh, came in while I was watching it and said, "So uh, how bad is it?" And I said, "It's okay." Um, which. Okay usually if I think something's okay means if I watch it again, I'm going to not think it says okay. Um, yeah. but on the, the, the thing is that, that with the, uh, the comment about the, the Batman short in the middle, the part where he came in was where we were, we had Keaton's Batman being mm. a bigger part, which was the part of the movie that I think is interesting. Um, so maybe that's why I said it was okay. Because by the time we got to the, to the ending, I was kind of like, I roll a little bit and I also, you know, you know, ca- call me nuts, but if I'm going to watch a movie about the Flash, I want more shit with the Flash going fast. I mean, that's his thing, right? Yes. So why <laughs> is he sitting around talking to himself all the time? Um
3: and his reflexes are inconsistent, <laughs> which <laughs> which only only bothers me, I imagine, but uh, we have this uh this running joke in the Tortuga. <laughs> <laughs> <which runs>. running <laughs> joke. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Uh where the way we just we start worrying about esoteric bullshit that doesn't matter is if you stop the conversation and go, well, you know, real elves because it's that that kind of nitpicking, it's that that, kind of purity. My
0: family has that too. My family says, well, here's where it gets a little unbelievable. (laughs)
3: like
0: A a scene in The Lion King where my dad goes, well, here's where it gets a little unbelievable. There's no way anyone could hold someone up by claws like that. And we're like, here's here's where it gets. I
1: I thought it was a bad movie with some Entertaining parts, sure.
0: Fair, right? That's fair.
1: Like, like it. it, it you're, you're not it, far it, off. It it does some things. uh that that it doesn't really do a lot that's very original. You know, like um, the uh, the whole speed scene in the very beginning, I feel like has been done by a couple other superhero movies. Better,
3: better. You mean yeah. the baby, the baby rescue, baby in the microwave, yeah.
1: You, oh my yeah, god, the, the baby and the microwave and the dog and the the fact Can that, I can I just
2: say uh, that a microwave that dings means it would have been on and that baby would have been you. microwaved? Anyway, go on. No, so no, I, just, I, had that. I had you to bring that up. I had to bring we, that up. We can talk about yeah. flash
3: anyway, force physics. Sorry, later. sorry Nick, I I'm sorry I interrupted.
1: Uh, yeah. The the baby scene people are complaining about how the CGI looked. Yes. In that scene, especially. And um someone like on the production team replied and said hey look we didn't want the babies to look too realistic and worry anyone or cause any like it's the biggest bullshit (laughs) like yeah like uh, i did all the questions on the test wrong because i didn't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable by my intelligence like it's the biggest crock of shit like you spent how many millions of dollars on the cgi to make it look bad on purpose yeah. no that's yeah. no well that i mean when you think
2: about what happened with guardians of the galaxy 3 and people freaking out about the animal cruelty maybe maybe
1: they had a point there nick maybe Ooh, nicely done uh, if if only they had time to React to that movie coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, will
0: say uh, there was one moment that I really loved, uh, and it's it's probably I'm probably the only one who liked it. Maybe not the only one who noticed it, but one of my favorite lines in Michael Keaton's Batman is when he says to Vicki Vale, he's there, he's about to use the the grappling you know hook on the utility belt, and he's like, "How much do you weigh?" And she's like, 106 pounds. And he like does something and they they go up and it's a whole thing. And they get to the top and he goes, you weigh a lot more than 106 pounds. And I just for some reason as a kid, that made me laugh so hard. Yep. Just the idea that like of all the times to like primly lie about your weight, this ain't <laughs> it, honey. Right. And so it just I thought that was funny. And he, ha- he makes a similar there's a similar joke in this where Batman says, like, how much do you weigh? And it just, it, that cracked me up. I thought that was a really good callback to the film. And the, whether it was intentional or not, I thought it was very good. Oh, it was yeah.
3: absolutely intentional. And, yeah. and there is plenty of fan service in this, but I want to talk about the other absurdly good Batman in this. Because mm. I love Batfleck, period. Mm. Yeah. I love Batfleck, period. And I thought that his and i actually uh his world-weary bruce wayne trying to explain to flash that these scars aren't meant to be erased they're 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 define who we are you know that's dc when it works man
0: that's it's very th- batman though, you know why do we fall down master bruce yeah
1: yeah i i liked kara Zor-El, honestly um i problems i had with uh, superman in um Justice League and Batman versus Superman where it's like, you know, Superman isn't the type to just like punch people through buildings and have, you know, mass destruction on that scale and and all these things that are very um opposite of the the core of the character. Uh Kara zor is a different character. She is not the Boy Scout that he she, is. She wasn't raised by the She's tent. not. Yep. Right. She's, she's
0: <laughs> she exactly have,
1: She's West she Valley. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she um I, I re- just recently read Supergirl uh, Woman of Tomorrow, which I think won in Eisner um, or at least was nominated for one uh, f- fantastic standalone Supergirl comic that highlights a lot of the differences between her and Clark. And I feel like I enjoyed this movie more, or at least I enjoyed her in the movie more having read that recently, despite there being some significant differences. I, I it, it didn't bother me to see that, that Kryptonian.
3: I, I could have seen more of her, and I've always, like I just referenced *Brightburn* a second ago, and I didn't get accolades, and my heart is broken. Um, I I don't. I I like my heroes with a with a touch of dark, Um, and and again, I'm going to defend this guy to the end of the earth. I think Snyder eventually was going to have a a a, a soups that did go, you know, less grim, you know, truth, justice, American way. Doesn't matter.
2: I mean, he had a lot of time to get there, and he still yeah. hadn't made it. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, eventually, yeah, was a long game.
3: Yeah, and they were, and you're right, and they were going with with the dark Superman idea, and I don't know, maybe I'm talking out of my yeah. ass. No, it's, it's that's no, fair. no, no Your nothing? ass isn't near what the idea. microphone. Oh, that's probably better. We have for
0: no everybody. idea what's going on in those meetings either. For all we know, there were producers that were very. Into the idea of it being grimdark and 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 really, like really stroking you know his ego and telling him that's the way he should go without and not challenging him and saying are you sure this is how you want Superman to be you yeah. know we have no idea the conversations that were happening when it came to the money right
3: like, yeah. I and again I love him as a director he just can't write yeah that's, yeah you know um, like George Lucas
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah.
3: I did want to say this. Um, because we we touched on Ezra at, at first doing a good job, and here's the line that I wrote: um, uh, Ezra's not a bad choice because uh, he had pathos, he had vulnerability. They, they, they. My bad. Uh, and then Young Flash ruined it all.
1: Uh,
0: you know, yeah, and it just
3: sure. and just it felt too much like Young Flash was closer to Ezra, and with every all the shenanigans, it was just so easy to go, you know, and push away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I loved Ezra. so the first the first instances of Ezra's flash, I thought were pitch perfect. Yeah, like the 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 way that Tom Holland's super uh, Spider-Man is so good. And uh-huh. it's very similar, right? Like the younger, the younger member who's like, oh, my God, you're Batman. Oh, my God. Like and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things we noticed that we hated that we both were like, Jesus Christ, was how often they're on their comms and they're being like. Bruce what should I do hey Bruce you're Batman tell me what to do Or like, it's like hey, good things is a
3: secure channel right it <laughs> yeah. the shit out of oh me my so much yep.
0: like-
1: and, like, and, and it bugs me outside of this movie in yes. other con- uh, contexts as well where like even in the Harley Quinn show which doesn't matter at all they'll be like out somewhere in public and they'll refer to Nightwing as dick and I'm just like
3: fucking no <laughs> <don't."> <laughs> Well, he's real elves.
0: Yeah. But I
1: would say, like
0: that, yeah, that early that early Barry was so good. And then yeah. this movie just felt like they decided, oh, people like that Barry's funny, like you said earlier, Ron. And and what if he's also sassy? And like
3: well, It, and, it, um, it yeah. felt like they're still course correcting from the Grim movies. Yeah, and yeah. and in fact, what I have here is it's got that Shazam level of cheese, and I and Molly, as I recall, you liked Shazam.
0: I liked the first one, and I thought the second one was real fucking dull. Drek, yeah, uh,
3: I didn't like. Uh, did I didn't you like.
0: like did, you, did you like the first one?
3: I liked the first one. Yeah, I liked the first yeah, one. Yeah. Some, it was a cute little family movie, but it wasn't. I, I, it wasn't you, a, a. It wasn't a comic book epic. Look, to me. you
2: gotta understand. I grade the the DC movies, especially on a curve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and,
0: I do. I do.
1: It's the yeah. It's a fun little family movie with periodic bouts of extreme fucking violence. Well, and yeah. Okay. Fair. Um,
3: didn't didn't care for didn't care for Black Adam. And um, it and it all, uh, and it all so just bad. felt like everything was, you know, too course corrected to let's recreate Marvel without the writing.
1: Yeah, it's so. In this one, honestly, the story is not. A bad story like like it it's kind it's kind of it, right yeah. it takes a lot from flashpoint it it takes um other than making reverse flash not like eobard thrawn and all that jazz like there's a lot where you know he creates the flash and the flash creates him and all that jazz like there's a lot of this that's really um good ideas taken and adapted from other flash stories And a lot of like really good intentions. Yeah. I think all kind of comes down to like bad execution.
3: Let's, let's talk Mm -hmm. about, let's talk about the quote unquote cameos.
1: Okay. The little, the little multiversal. Yeah.
3: You had to feel some joy even while you were up to your ears and cheese. Yeah. For sure. There's, D- there's you some, didn't? There's some fun stuff in there. I, the I Nick don't know. Cage Superman, come on! The Nick yeah. Cage Superman was so cute. Terrible. Looks oh, yeah. so bad though. Oh god, the graphics! Oh my god.
2: That's the that's the thing. It's like the Christopher Reeve uh, Superman was like, well, I mean, it was it was CG and, and it, 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 the CG in this movie. And I think that's where, where a little bit it bothers me. And it's not just in the beginning all throughout when it, when there was a fight scene like the the fight scenes with Supergirl between Supergirl and Zod look so mm-hmm. badly choreographed. Yeah, within like the, within the 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 CGI it's like I've seen like the skeletons weren't moving properly Yeah I've seen CGI yeah. fights yeah. that looked brutal and and you know I mean thinking about like uh at the end of uh, Civil War the fight between Cap and and Iron Man which you the know Lord most of, of that's CGI okay. yeah. yeah um and so so it's like you you're seeing all these moments that are that are like cameos and and you know the old the old Adam West Batman and what have you but uh, it just it didn't look
3: real to me,
2: and, yeah. I, and so I was kind of like, man. Eh.
3: Yeah, that was that was a very telling complaint on my end as well.
0: Ron, do you do you know why uh, Barry's father was recast from Billy Crudup to Ron uh, Livingston? Do you have do you know? Because like I like both those actors, but that was real weird.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, and his
0: dad was a different guy, and he didn't even like like explain it.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was a scheduling conflict or yeah. Billy jumping ship. It was uh, just my cynical response.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was that, that I thought was weird. I thought they were going to say something like, Oh my, Oh, my, I must be in a different timeline. My dad is, a <laughs> looks different yeah. to me, but no. And so it was like whenever, when all the other people were different actors, I was like, but that is different. And you are, you do notice that. I don't know. It was, that was a weird, that stuck out to me. It has been
1: very strange. There were some interesting things that they did. I feel like that they, I don't know, you know, there's probably some rights and and actors and who they could CGI and what they had the budget for, you know, with reference video and stuff for for who they did cameos of and who they did not cameos, do cameos for. Right. Um, I think not including anything from the the Flash TV show, either of the Flash TV shows yeah. is, is kind of, spe- a spe- a sp- I think that's a specific choice. Uh, especially no
3: since since uh uh Ezra appeared on the on the CW show Yeah right and mm-hmm. I, there, I there was a scene but they cut it is my understanding
1: There's no um there's a bunch of superman stuff that they incarnations that they didn't do whether it's you know superman and Lois or superman returns or or you know the the TV shows Lois and Clark and things like that they didn't mm. have any Jay Garrick Flash the original flash with the stupid mercury hat. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill isn't in this movie.
2: Well, maybe he had a mustache.
1: There's <laughs> no Christian Bale or anyone from the dark Knight trilogy. Huh? Um, it seems
0: like a lot of, it seems, I know that uh, I, I was just reading that Michael Shannon got Zack Snyder's blessing to reprise his role hmm. as general Zod, because he was worried that Zack Snyder wouldn't want him to be, because of their troubled history. So, uh, but, but between Warner Brothers and, and everything. Interesting. So, yeah. I don't. I wonder if that's part of why some of those yeah. characters yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's not brought back.
2: Can, can I say another thing about those cameos, at least the ones that we're talking about right now, which is, you know, all the yeah. multiverse cameos? It was at the worst conceivable time. And that's part of my problem with it, yeah. was, yeah. It, was well, it drones on with showing all these cameos yeah. from these alternate worlds at a point where it's like we are at the... Um, the 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 crux of the movie. We are at what what should be the climax of the movie, and they slow it down to mm-hmm. go. Look, we got Christopher Reeve. Look, we got Nick Cage. Well, Look, there's a there's a, Adam a, West.
3: A lot of stuff that was just strictly fanboy service. But you know what? If they didn't put that in there, we'd be bitching about that too. Well,
2: they could yeah. have put, it, but they could have put it in better, and that's what frustrated me about it. It's like you know they 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 did a great job with Keaton, and then and that's the thing I, they they did a great job with keaton um mm-hmm. and they could have done a better job with those others instead of just going, well, here's where we're going to show you all these other Supermans and Batmans and flashes
3: i'm I'm sure that by that point, there was very little they could do because Kevin Smith will certainly let him take take the uh uh the spider yes, thank you um. That that Superman, uh, mm-hmm. Nick Cage Superman. Good gosh, what a brain fart! What a lovely thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Kevin Smith will certainly let him do that, but I don't know how much Brandon Routh you can use before it's not, you know, okay. Sure. How much Chris Reeves you can use before it's not okay? You know, it's probably, and what a line to, to have to walk anyway.
1: Hmm, yeah, you know. Well, Just, and I don't think actors appearing or not appearing, I don't know how much of a factor that is. Because they're clearly pretty cool with just CGI people to fuck in. Yeah, they sure were. So, like, if if they had the rights to it and they had the rights to the character and the rights to use the person's likely, like uh, how they appear, then I don't, I think, you know, the only thing stopping them was was not wanting to do it or maybe, you know, execution. I don't know. Yeah. Or my. or yeah, money.
0: Or maybe they just weren't offering enough money, you know, to to make it worth their while to let them be. Or maybe they showed them a script, Like
3: you know. Honestly, I think the majority of the script wasn't that ham-handed. You know, you, if you break it down as a story, it yeah. wasn't that ham-handed. It was nope. it was a solid effort. Um, break it down. But the execution. Yeah. No, you, I, and I again, agree. And again, bad. bad
1: church. Bad choices, and you know, I don't know, studio intervention yeah. or and, um, and
3: and how much did you find? Like I said, how much did you find that you? Because I'm all, I'm a firm advocate for separating the art from the artist. But
1: mm-hmm.
3: there were certain times I'm looking at as we're going. Oh no, no, I don't.
0: It's so hard for me because I love them. I, I as I I as a performer like not as a person, but like their performances. I have genuinely loved since they were in, we should, we, uh, uh, we need to talk about about Kevin,
3: Kevin. which they did.
0: I mean, that book, the book's better than the movie, but like, my God, the movie is a really good adaptation and they are flawless as Kevin. Yeah. Um, and, And I will say that they're, they're bold, uh uh outness about their their gender fluidity uh being non-binary uh the way that th- they did some amazing photo shoots in like gorgeous ball gowns and just the way that they really they they are not androgynous looking but they really they, the way they have pushed the envelope with a lot of that stuff. I mean, early on before that was happening a lot. So like they gained my respect in a lot of ways, but in is what,
1: mainstream. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is what
0: made it. Oh my God. Which made it so much worse when all this shit started happening. You're just like, ugh, like seeing someone that you, you know, parasocially respected having what is clearly a mental fucking breakdown is just so hard to, to witness.
1: It's, I, I don't think it got in the way of my enjoyment of the movie. I think there were other things I wasn't enjoying that didn't allow me to get that far to not enjoy anything (laughs) because Ezra Miller was in it.
3: I uh, recently went to Paisley Park here in the sparkling Hmm. Twin Cities. uh, And I was amazed at how much I had forgotten that I had learned from Prince and how much he was an influence on me. And (laughs) And then I... And I mean everything from our, our first before the tights costume was, Oh my Christ, we stole that from Prince. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
3: as soon as I got home from that and I posted in our fan club, Hey, this is what we did, I got pinged by a couple of people like, Well, you know, this this sixteen year old girl, that blah 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 and I'm like <sighs> you know, and it just Yeah. It Prince is dead. Yeah. Well, I think so, I mean,
0: live the prince. You know. I, It's
1: it's a lot easier to separate the art from the artist when the artist is dead. It, I feel like. Yeah. I I like Oh, so all we need to do is have somebody kill Bill Cosby and then we
3: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no. We we please and let's then. keep him around but because he's he too. makes a great punchline <laughs> for me right now. I'm yeah. having so much fun with our Bill no, Cosby. I,
0: jokes. I I do I don't think it got in the way of my enjoyment. I think if anything, I was like hoping I would like it more yeah. <laughs> in the sense of like, and then just feeling like, wow, if this is, if this is meant to be, if this is like, boy, the movie needed to be really fucking good to mm. even have a chance at redeeming Ezra Miller. Right. And it, and it wasn't. Nope. And so it made me feel bad for both for them and like for the, the franchise in general. Cause it's like, well, this isn't enough. Yeah, You know, <laughs>
1: it's, I, I think, going into this movie one of the one of the things that I, I was excited to see this like for real i didn't go see it in the theaters i wasn't excited to pay money for <laughs> it,
0: it we both really but, I,
1: but I was excited to see it and i think a, a big part of why i was excited to see it was knowing that a number of changes had been made to try to use this as a vehicle to load out what james gunn is going to be doing right yeah. this is kind of like position setting up the chessboard to then you know start playing or whatever right or at least opening the chess box and bringing out all the parts and and i was excited to see what they would this is usually something i feel about marvel movies right where it's it's like my enjoyment of the property is par, a part of partially uh how it changes the overall story in in a way that sets things up to come fair, right Fair. and so that's one of the things i was really looking forward to in in flash was how is this going to help us set up what's to come which i'm very excited for and honestly there's not a lot it does with the exception of you know establishing some multiversal stuff and changing the actor who's playing batman who cares it doesn't really do anything to set up what's in the future and what's in store for the DC EU.
3: And yet, the original intent was that uh, the Keaton Batman was going to be our Nick Fury. Mm. Ah, see, that would have been that was the original intent.
2: Well, it's too bad he died then. Oh shoot, spoilers! Oh yeah, spoilers!
1: Oh, spoilers. we didn't even give people a spoiler give us... warning. Yeah.
0: You know, I figured they didn't care.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for not. No,
0: I don't. I think every. We'll put it in the. I'll put it it in
2: the the header. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. will put it in
0: the header. I will say, uh, is it weird that Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa were both uncredited in this
1: movie? Really? Apparently, they. they
0: were. Yeah, it's I'm, again, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page and that's that I, I did I did verify that uh, uh Billy Crudup had to leave because of scheduling issues because he was filming the morning show. So, oh, so yeah. that is awesome, but, Can uh, I just uh, yeah.
2: say though that, that the, the cameo the Aquaman cameo, the Days of Momoa cameo was quite possibly the most pointless. <laughs> Post credit, credit scene I've ever seen in my entire um, and life. And is he drunk? He's like drunk on. He's the just sand? drunk, and he passes out in a puddle. But he's Aquaman, so that's okay. He's sleeping there. He
0: can, have, he can ah, breathe ah, in the puddle, guys.
3: Uh, it's all right. And yeah. I literally yeah. thought of you guys when I was sitting in the theater. And Wonder Woman appeared, and they did the Wonder Woman stinger, and it's like, oh wait, what's it? Mournful wailing or whatever it is they call yeah, it when
1: yeah. they closed yeah.
0: captions. <laughs> More what? ancient wailing. What,
1: yeah. what do you guys feel about the the Wonder Woman the the joke the the reason <sighs> the whole reason she's in the show is you know in the movie is we've, for the we've done that three times now right of 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 uh, the flush being attracted to her and also the uh, the magic. A magic lasso joke. Yeah, it's just a magic
3: lasso joke. Why? Right. I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Look, I had fun in the movie. The sure. second time I had a little bit less fun, but it was still fun watching other people react, especially to the final cameo at the end.
0: Sure, right, sure. Okay?
3: The third time... I wasn't upset that I got distracted by a friend of mine trying to ha- have me help sort out her polyamorous relationship. Okay, I couldn't finish the, the movie. Help her sort I... out or help her sort out? No, no, <laughs> help her sort out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it right at that. I think, yeah, but... it's
0: basically the joke that you wrote into closing ceremony.
3: It, right? it, it was like, almost exactly. I, I was like, I, I like, felt, I felt
2: kind of dirty when I, did I realized, look,
0: that. like Leo, the Leo. You know, pointing to the kid to the, the TV meme. Like I was like,
1: oh, that's Tim's joke. <laughs> Tim, I had the same oh I, I think I had a similar feeling uh uh Ron at the movie room at Convergence this year. Uh Molly and I and Duck Washington and Jeremy Stomberg did a riff, a live riff of Batman and Robin. Oh. We had we had mics and we were just making fun of the movie as it played. Uh, unbeknownst to us, to an all-ages audience, uh, <laughs> and uh, and you know, Schwarzenegger has all those absolutely fucking ridiculous ice puns. And he, at the very end, he like pulls out the cure to the illness, and he gives it to Batman to give to to, to whoever has the rare disease that they name. And I made a joke.
0: He Nick goes, take two of these and call me in the morning.
1: And beat later, <laughs> later, Arnold Schwarzenegger says it, and I'm like, I fucking hit myself.
0: <laughs> I knew, I knew that line was in the
2: movie. I, I, I you said that. I'm like, oh, you didn't, did you? Nick? I oh, I, I haven't seen the movie in
1: fucking I don't know, 25 years or something. <laughs> like, no, I, yeah. I,
2: I literally wrote a joke into into a sketch that that we did, Ron, where where Batman gets hit with the lasso of truth, and he says something to the effect of, "Well, when you think about it, I'm really a job creator, so I shouldn't have to pay taxes."
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what? So you haven't seen Blue Beetle yet, Ron? No. Should I? So Why? here's what I've heard from... I, I, I don't want to like... I feel like the friends I have that are most excited about DC stuff are older comic fans who read a lot of like... Who are like Silver Age and um, Legion of Superheroes fans and things <laughs> like that, right? Okay, right. And so... Uh, apparently, the movie has a lot of stuff in in that vein that is making the older DC comic fans pretty happy and excited. That that are some of it is, you know, just Easter egg stuff and some of it is maybe a little bit more meaningful stuff, characters and and whatnot. As far as I can tell, there's no blue booster gold and Ted Cord is, you know, not is dead by the time the movie starts. So who the fuck cares? But um (laughs) uh but I the consensus is it's fun and has some fun stuff and it's not like
3: bad. Okay.
1: So it's Shazam right yeah yeah,
3: yeah. well I, I a lot yeah. of comparisons to, yeah. that. To, to to be fair uh when i watched the movie like i don't know if i mentioned this i want I watched the movie with ricky and shannon ricky is like i don't know why, why i got all the hate this is a fun movie and
0: for but the most talking part, about
3: flash again where we, we, we reverted yeah, okay. to flash uh yeah for the most part flash was a mostly fun movie there were some you know cool bang bang pow pow stuff there was you know you know nice ideas and this then there was just a lot of sloppy execution but one of the okay. terms you, i wrote a- say again If you don't think about it too hard, (laughs) you know, yeah. Well, let's not think about any of these too hard. You know, there's some you can think about a little bit harder than others. I don't have
0: to think hard at all.
3: But um, I wrote the term because everything that was happening in Keaton's cave, bat pandering, Mm. you know, and, you know, and that's that kind of fan service. I'm Batman. Well, okay, cool. You know, and there's a point where I've always described I like watching a, a director unless I actually see his thumbprint on the film and that much bat pandering felt a little too thumbprinty to me.
0: Oh, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. You know.
3: It's
1: it's uh, there were several quotes lifted from the from the Keaton Batman movies and yeah. I yeah, it felt it felt overdone a little bit, a little too
3: forced. A couple of, a couple of years ago we hosted a uh we hosted a party at a really cool club in Georgia, I think, and we were really in love with it because it was, um it had all this, you know, deco that was movie memorabilia and you know pops and and lightsabers and it's like wow it's it me it meets our you know our standards it's it's for us of course it is we are becoming the boomers we are the (laughs) oldie station they are absolutely pandering to us in this creation you know yeah 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 so this
0: i uh oh sorry
3: so that's that's how I'm beginning to feel about a lot of the DC stuff and I I really hope James Gunn changes my mind but I have not seen a lot so far.
0: That's what I was just going to say is I am hopeful because I really like James Gunn. I like I I think he's I think he's fun. I like I like his writing, I like his directing. Uh Guardians 3 got a little away from it from it. I feel, I don't know. I didn't I liked Guardians 3 a lot, but there were parts of it in hindsight where I'm like uh, I wish that had been a little different, it was a little schmaltzy, it's you know, kind of, but it's yeah. kind
1: of also
3: his farewell to the MCU. Which so I, which I get, you know, yeah. 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 It was, it, so modeling, say, I think is the word you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Is, uh, not even like, cause I don't know. It's neither here nor there. The dance scene at the end of guardians three uh, annoys me to no end. But uh, <laughs> I, I will say that I think, I think that he is, I think he could breathe some well-needed life into the DCEU. And I think that it could mean big things, for the f- the franchise, so I'm 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 hopeful and anticipatory. Su- the Suicide Squad is my favorite DC movie. Yeah, too. that was
2: really fun. And I enjoyed down. I enjoyed
0: it I very was much. My Birds of Prey, so I feel and like P- peacemaker. peacemaker was- was- Peacemaker Peacemaker was great. Is so good. I feel like he understands the, like, I know it's, it's tropey to say, you know, he understood the assignment, but I think like he does understand the assignment, which is to deliver uh, fun and action and, and, and jokes, but not like a movie that's that, I don't know, the jokes never feel too try hard. They feel rooted in some kind of real, real thing.
3: Thanks it's, Ahead, Dumb but not shallow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Thanks, thanks like, for reminding me how much I did enjoy the Suicide Squad. Now, mind you, I enjoyed Suicide <laughs> Squad, but everything everything worked in it. Everything I
0: don't think I laughed that hard in the first fifteen minutes of a movie. In a, lo- I mean, I can't. It was so oh, fucking great. And like, yeah. what great, what a great way to show how expendable. You know, everybody's going to be in a, in a movie about people being expendable. Like, that's the whole thing. is, yeah. like And that's what Suicide Squad did not do, was like, it, you didn't feel like these characters could be killed at any moment. I didn't anyway. It felt like they were going to make it all the way through. And the Suicide Squad setting up that first team and then they're just done was like, oh, shit. Oh, Amanda so, Waller's not playing yeah. in this particular universe. I'm into it. Yeah. Hey,
1: hey Ron, it's total non sequitur. Have you seen My Adventures with
3: Superman? I am kind of scared to and out of time. Should I? It's super fucking adorable. Goddamn, look really at your favorable. face. You look like a child at Christmas. He Listeners, is. he looks like a child at Christmas. He's got glowing cheeks.
0: My Adventures with Superman is so good, okay. It's
1: It's kind of like it's, you know, very anime styled and everything, um, it's very lighthearted. It's a very original take on a kind of Superman origin, without you know breaking the character and breaking too much of the world in in ways that are you know antithetical to the to the characters. And um, uh, the the uh, Mister Mixoplexic is a little like he looks like something out of Dragon Ball he looks like a little like sage with just giant prayer beads alien. he's a sassy bitch who loves drama <laughs> like yeah. it's it's great Ron
0: Lois is Lois is a firebrand who's you know she's pissed off but she's still just an intern and trying to get her byline they're all young Jimmy and Clark live together uh they're 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 like roommates basically yeah. and and it's 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 really it is I don't know. I feel like it's some of the truest Superman in terms of how how Clark is and yeah. how Superman is. Uh and it's 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 I love it. It's the, it's be- it's so fun.
1: And if you like the art and that style of a young Superman who hasn't figured out all his powers yet, but he's kind of in the process of doing it while being Superman. I just read Superman Smashes the Clan, and it it looks a lot like that stylistically, it it reads a lot like that. Superman smashes the clan is fucking A plus stuff, dude. it's real good
3: wow I, i'm I'm of course obviously I'm referencing the 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 true life uh, counterpart to that too
1: yeah 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 the, um, the, the smashes the clan takes place in uh in 1946 with a, a Chinese family that's moved into metropolis and is being harassed by the clan the The opening fight in the comic is Superman beating the shit out of a Nazi.
3: Yeah, so, what's, not, what's, nice. not to, what's not to love? nice okay uh, I'm in hey Molly yes
1: we have some we have some interesting five answers we really really do what can you do you want to enlighten us
0: I will so our long I believe uh friend of the show Ken Larson uh, shared with us uh, five question answers from Kent Hovind via chat GPT and so what he did was he said uh Uh, I decided to ask ChatGPT to answer these questions as creationist and complete douche Kent Hovind. The answers aren't really interesting. You don't need to use them if you think they're terrible, but I think they're funny. So we're going to use them. I think they're
1: hilarious. All right. We have five answers from ChatGPT's interpretation of a shitbag. Kent Hovind. Kent Hovind. All right. He chat GPT douchebag. What's a game you played recently that you really enjoyed?
0: Well, I don't often have much time for gaming with all my work in creation science and spreading the message of biblical creation. But if I were to play a game, I would likely choose something that reflects my beliefs, like a Bible-based strategy game. It's important to remember that while games can be fun, we should always prioritize our faith and the study of God's word.
2: (laughs) I am in love. A Bible-based strategy (laughs) game.
3: (laughs) Next time you guys have me on. We
2: played some Bible-based games and
3: they all suck. <laughs> yeah, no next bad. next, next time, time, Ron? Next time you have me on, I gotta tell you about the Ark Museum.
2: Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I
3: got yes. it. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Please. a little why I thought these were good questions. So, yep. good answers yeah. for you, Ron. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number two, uh, fake Kant Um, What is a science factor discovery you think is really fucking cool? <laughs>
0: Well, there are many things in the world that are fascinating, but I find it truly remarkable how the complexity of life, from the intricate design of living organisms to the intricacy of DNA, points to a capital C Creator. The idea that all of this could have evolved by random chance processes seems highly unlikely to me. It's the beauty of God's creation that truly captivates me, and I believe it's a testament to his existence and intelligence.
3: I'm, I've am i gone from impressed to a little terrified. I know. When does the cult start? This when does the like chat GPT cult start? The
0: thing, the thing I think is so funny about chat GPT is every single chat GPT answer I've ever read starts like a high school senior trying to write yeah. the first sentence of their SAT <laughs> essay essay. Like, make sure you rephrase the question so they know you know what you
1: just read. The important thing to consider when talking about the causes of the Civil War is that... Question three. Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Because we know it isn't religion. No, I can't wait. Oh, no. Uh,
0: ChatGPT, I should should say, he starts off by saying, Kent Hovind's moral framework is deeply rooted in his religious beliefs. So... My sense of right and wrong comes directly from my faith in God and my understanding of the Bible. I believe that God has provided us with a moral framework through His commandments and teachings. Without a belief in God and His absolute moral standards, morality becomes subjective and open to interpretation. So... For me, religion is indeed the foundation of my sense of right and wrong, and I believe it provides a solid and unchanging basis for making ethical decisions.
1: Because there's no subjective interpretation to the <laughs> Bible going on. No, it's all, know, no, no.
0: But the Bible, I think, solid and unchanging. Yeah. Yeah, that that nice. explains
1: it. why there's
2: exactly one sect of Christianity, mm-hmm, Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. I, uh, so question number four, if you could build a robot to perfectly perform <laughs> one chore or task for the rest of your life, what chore or task would that be? Baptism so, Bot 9000. Uh,
0: ChatGPT GPT <laughs> wants to let us know that Kent Hovind is not widely known for discussing robotics or technical advancements. <laughs> Well, I believe that God has given us the ability to work and be stewards of the earth, so I wouldn't want to rely too much on robots to do our chores. However, if I were to choose one task for a robot to perform, it might be something related to scientific research. A robot that could assist in the collection and analysis of data related to creation science (laughs) would be valuable in furthering our understanding of the world and supporting the evidence for biblical creation. Please note that this response is speculative and based on the general themes of Kent Hovind's beliefs and interests. I I feel like
1: a robot that's been created to gather data and analyze it for the supporting of creation science sounds (laughs) like something from
3: the Venture Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like creationist bot. It sounds like something from the Venture Brothers. Can I, can I veer off topic for just a second? So, uh, uh, this January, I went to a porn convention, which is a great opening to a thing.
2: Sure is. But
3: one I of the there were a lot of great openings there. <laughs> well, yes, actually. Um, and one of the things that was uh, promoted a lot was uh, AI girlfriends.
0: Oh boy.
3: Uh huh. And there are there are OnlyFans uh, that are AI produced. Uh, I actually follow a I hate follow a woman on Instagram because she is a. An AI thing. I just want to see what the technology looks like. What she's marketing herself as? Tell
0: me your technology. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) then
3: after all of this, I found my daughter, uh, who was failing school, was spending all of her time texting an AI uh, (laughs) text bot Uh and
0: having and having Uh
3: conversations with it and all. Um, The thing with it with with these chatbots, the thing with it, the, with the, the adaptive AI is that you can literally adapt it to okay, I say you can literally adapt it to whatever niche you want. Mm hmm. It's going to terrify somebody. I'm, I'll, I'll stop yeah. now. I know. I don't oh, want
1: to. yeah. No, absolutely. It's, it's uh, it's important to remember that all they are is very advanced algorithms that are trying to predict what you want and not understanding what you're asking.
0: Uh, uh, I will say uh, uh, after this, I will read you the chat GPT answers to our questions as Galileo. I, we will pick one. Well, I thought we were we saving
2: you. that one for a different episode.
0: Oh, okay. Let's save it well, um, for another episode then. Uh, we'll, re- we'll read Ron- it
2: to you off the air, Ron. You'll enjoy okay. it. Ron, do you want to ask question five? Question five.
3: To our chat GPT cult leader, Kent Hoven, creation scientist, what is a movie or TV show you think everyone should watch?
0: (laughs) I'm going to read the whole answer here. Kent Hovind is primarily known for his views on creationism and his controversial stance on evolution, rather than for his recommendations on movies or TV shows. (laughs) However, if I were to respond as if I were Kent Hovind, I might suggest... Well, while my primary primary focus is on promoting biblical creationism, I believe that it's essential for everyone to engage with media that aligns with their values and beliefs. For those who share my Christian faith and creationist perspective, I would recommend watching documentaries and programs that explore the scientific evidence for a young earth and the accuracy of the Bible's account of creation. It's crucial to seek out content that reinforces and strengthens our faith in God's word.
1: Capital G, Capital W. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh,
0: just very quickly, I love that the Galileo answers. One of the first ones starts with "Ah, oh, my dear friend." Like, like, <laughs> Chat GPT is convinced that Galileo is unfailingly polite. <laughs>
3: oh, nice. I imagine that's my, my well, next tattoo know, being, is being
2: gonna... being put in prison by the church will make you make
3: me make you more polite. <laughs> yeah, he's just desperate for the human company. He really. is. You yeah.
0: The Earth does what around the sun? <laughs>
3: my uh, my next tattoo is going to be a variation on the "and yet it moves" quote, oh, yeah. which he oh, yeah. probably yeah. didn't say, but I'm going to give him credit for it anyway.
1: What's what's that? The Kate Beaton comic about him? It's it's I I speculate that the Earth circumnavigates the sun. Yeah, well, your wife circumnavigates my dick. <laughs> it's like the Pope saying it or something. Nice. yes yeah. Um, anyway. Ron, always a pleasure to have you on talking about
3: sure movies. <laughs> Hope Springs Eternal, man. Hope but Springs someday, Eternal.
1: Someday I'm I am I am hopeful with you for the future of DC despite <laughs> despite history.
2: Years of we all
1: we all want
2: good, good DC movies. It's right? just some Absolutely. of us seem to think we've already gotten them and the rest of us are aware wrong. that it hasn't happened yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You guys are yeah. incorrect. Batman versus Superman was delightful.
2: Oh, God. better than it, a Force
3: Awakens, it, and that is that oh I will God. die on this hill. And
2: it's, it's it was a certainly stupid, <laughs> a movie. It's a stupid um, hill to die on. I know.
1: If if nothing else, your recommendations that you take away from this episode should be not that you should go see the Flash, but instead that you should watch My Adventures with Superman on HBO Max <laughs> or. Go to your library and borrow Superman Smashes the Clan because they're both very delightful well, and fun. I mean, I will say Flash is uh,
3: is also on HBO it's Max. On HBO Max. And it's when you're Mac- done, when you're done with Harley Quinn and you're looking for yeah, something yeah. else, it's technically not ba- it's, it's not bad just, movie.
2: It's just Max at this point. But I think the thing is because it's on Max, can't you like watch it at double speed? Because that's the speed <laughs> that a Flash movie should be going.
3: Um, uh, or just watch the uh, the the Flashpoint or Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, yeah. episode the animated, the, no no the CW yeah, one the CW oh, one yeah, was yeah, great.
1: Yeah. I think they did Flashpoint as an animated movie. I haven't I haven't seen it hey, yet. The CW it,
0: yeah. show is good for at least two and a half seasons before it starts to be a bit of
1: a snooze. That's oh, well, to to they just all just become like soap operas after a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we're geeks without God. You can support us on Patreon and listen to these episodes weeks, days, (laughs) hours, minutes early. Um, Seconds. And you can follow us on all the social media platforms, despite, you know, we're not terribly active on, on, but we're on blue sky.
0: On blue sky.
1: Blue sky. Search for the name of the podcast, geeks without God, and you'll find us there. Otherwise you should send us your answers to our five questions. Uh, I feel like the chat GPT thing we've got two good answers, two good sets of answers out of that. and uh, if that's what you really want to do, that's
2: fine. I but would you like want to, to know get... how uh, porn star Ron Jeremy would answer.
1: Uh, oh,
3: that is really problematic. <laughs> I know it is <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> just saying that, Tim, someone's already investigating you. yeah, uh, yeah, that's true you're yeah. gonna
3: you're gonna get a like, cancellation letter from. He's
1: so. in jail right now. For good reasons. Anyway, uh, we're not in jail, meaning we'll have another episode up for you next Tuesday. So far. We'll see you then. There's still time. Bye. Bye.
2: If you're going to make a movie about somebody who moves really fast, maybe you should spend less of it going in slow motion.
0: We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God.
2: We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We
1: don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks. Geeks Without God Until next time, you can find us blogging and listen to past podcasts at geekswithoutgod.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without god. We're geeks, with geeks, geeks with geeks, geeks, geeks without god. We're geeks,
2: geeks
0: without god. Galileo would build a fuck machine and you know it.